0: What's up, everybody? My name is Nazir Oscari.
1: And I'm Ethan Smith.
0: And welcome to the Free Solo Podcast. On today's episode, we have Brandon Gilson.
1: Brandon is the founder and president of the Best Seeds VIP, a VIP ticket concierge company. Have you ever dreamed of meeting your favorite athlete or artist? Well, Brandon's that guy that can make it happen. From customizing VIP experiences with LeBron James, Michelle Obama, and hosting a suite of 30 people at the Super Bowl, Brandon can do it all.
0: Alrighty, man, Brandon, welcome to the show. Thank you for uh, being on here today. Thank
2: you for having me today. Now I appreciate it,
1: Brandon. I want to jump into a little bit how I came to meet you. It's an interesting story that we have, uh, yeah. dating all the way back to 2016 Drake's Summer '16 tour. It was my sister's birthday, that's why I remember the day, August 10th. Wanted sure. to come see Drake, looking for tickets. Everything online was too expensive for us, so. We hop on Craigslist. What else are you gonna do? And I come across an ad for this up-and-coming ticket resale company, The Best Seats VIP. Uh, kind of hit, hit, chew up, hit your line, and then you hit me up mid-show saying, "Hey, do you still need tickets?" I'm like, "Dude, the show's half over." Uh, but then you followed that up with, uh, "Anything you need after this point, let me know. I'm more than happy to help." And then you've never backed down on that word since. Uh, Always plugging it up for for me for my friends family and everybody else out there Um, So we're excited to dive in that today. Could you maybe in the the three to five minute version? Kind of give us your genesis story where you started where you are now uh, Dating back as far far back as you want to on that
2: for sure. Yeah Um, And it's it's crazy that it's already been uh, four years since we first met online, but uh, it's been awesome Um, so yeah, so I will keep this uh, brief and uh, straight to the point um, as to how I started this. I started the company on a small scale, guys, back in 2012 when I was a senior uh, at LaSalle College. And um, I was providing premium seats, uh, different types of uh, ticket packages to concerts, sports, festivals, all types of really cool events. Um, And I was just known as the go-to guy, you know, that could get anything um and i always you know wanted to explore my options you know working in the real world as they say you know uh, dipping my toes in sports entertainment music sales customer service Um, so for about three to four years um, i worked for various uh, businesses in the industry you know to learn you know how things are run the process you know behind the scenes operational side of things Um, and then fast forward uh, 2016 um, I decided to leave uh, my nine to five role and I went uh, full time, full speed ahead with a TBS VIP Concierge. And so, fast forward now to our present day, guys. Um, we're the only corporate entertainment concierge here in New England um, that's working with businesses, individuals, families, high net worth individuals, athletes, their families uh, to put together really unique, awesome experiences. And it's all surrounding events, travel, hospitality, VIP experiences—you name it.
0: Man, that's that's really awesome. Uh, so this is my first time ever meeting you. Uh, so could you uh, actually walk us through your tra- childhood a little bit, and uh, what exactly pushed you uh, towards making that leap to to do stuff on your own and really pursue entrepreneurship? Uh, I find that really interesting because you know uh, a lot of younger people. Are oftentimes afraid to kind of just jump out there and get into it, uh, especially after they have offers or have experience in the real world where it's a little bit more secure. Uh, but, you know, the entrepreneurship world is a little bit more unknown and you never really know what you're getting into before you jump in. You just got to do it. So uh, what made you feel comfortable about jumping into it?
2: Yeah, so that's a great question, guys. Yeah. Um... You know, so my dad's a business owner, so I've always been exposed to, you know, the whole entrepreneur side and, you know, running like your own business and, you know, being responsible for everything. So I've always had that. Um, But just, you know, truly through all of my real world experiences and, you know, working for someone else, that is what like opened up my eyes to my personal happiness was not, you know, having a Monday through Friday, nine to five desk job. Right.
0: I, I understand that.
2: And just going in every day, knowing what to expect and like, you know, knowing it's going to be the same routine every day. So my personal happiness was at stake when I was 25. Um, and then I decided to, you know, make that jump. And Yeah, it's scary. Um, but the fear is also, you know, what motivated me and like, you know, made me excited because it was going to be a whole new change. And I was the one that was dictating, you know, my income and, you know, how successful I was going to be, you know, versus getting a you know guaranteed paycheck every week. Um, And, you know, just uh, being in the mix of other entrepreneurs, you know, watching them from afar and seeing, you know, their happiness and seeing, you know, how, you know, how well they're doing. You know, I said, hey, listen, like, I've been doing this since 2012 on the side. You know, why not, you know, make that jump? And uh, so I did.
0: Yeah, man. And, you know, that actually really resonates with me because I just uh, took a similar jump and and decided to go into uh, my sneaker business a little bit more full time. And I, I know that the people around me were uh, really kind of questioning, you know, why, why would you do it? You know, why would you do it now? You're so close to finishing school, things like that. And, um, you know, my kind of response was that school will be there. Uh, but this opportunity is not something that I could get back at this time in my life. You know, I'm still young. Uh, I don't have a lot of um, responsibilities right now. And I think that um, if any time a time to do it is is when you're younger and when you have the mobility and flexibility to to be able to jump into these things. And so, um, you know, a lot of people have fear around that. Um, did you did you uh, feel like that fear was crippling? But I you, I think you touched on it a little bit a second ago, but that you really invited that and, and you like that as a part of the journey, because uh, yeah. I know I, that really resonates with me because that's my favorite part. It's not really knowing what tomorrow's going to be and what challenges you're going to have, but uh, being able to jump into it because it's something you love to do.
2: Yeah, man. And, I mean, I obviously know Ethan and, you know, his whole entrepreneur, you know, uh, background. And now that I'm you know, starting to get to, you know, to uh, know you better, you know, I can see that you both, you know, you're both hustlers, go-getters, entrepreneurs, and, like, both have a vision. And it, you know, sounds like you guys, you know, have found happiness, you know, doing, like, your own thing. Um, so, just before I answer that question, you know, kudos to the both of you guys, obviously, um, you know, because you're both chasing your, you know, happiness, right? Um, and you really can't listen to anyone else and whether they say, you know, hey, you probably shouldn't do that, you know, you need to focus on you know, school and studies. Like you said, Nas, like now is like the best time, you know, to, you know, make that jump. Um, yeah, I mean, after a while, uh, the whole fear factor of like, you know, being on your own and having to manage A, B, and C and, you know, dictate your own success, like that just fizzles away, you know, because you kill it, you're successful, and you're happy. Definitely, definitely. If that makes sense.
1: For, for sure. And one thing you touched upon in that, that story there was that you had to step away from that consistent paycheck, kind of all those consistencies, normalities in your life. What was that adjustment kind of like? Were there some hardships there, some difficulties that you had to overcome when you initially made that jump
2: uh that's a great question E, I mean ironically enough it's like my family and you know my very small circle of friends like they looked at me like i'm crazy because i don't go out at night i'm working seven days a week i don't sleep and um, you know just having to like listen to uh, people like you know not understand um and even like your own family like question like are you okay brandon like you never stop working and it's because, listen, like if I don't work, like I'm not gonna make a paycheck, um, you For know. Really? Or, but that's just the way it goes. Like you dictate your own success. Um, so just having to like block out like all that noise and people that can't relate, you know, to your current position of being a you know business owner and having to you know manage people. Um, but other than that, even like nothing really, uh, nothing really too crazy, you know, that really changed. Like I still work my ass off um, you know, working just twenty four seven, three sixty five,
1: 365. And I do want to ask you about not sleeping because I, I know using you as a, a mentor over these last four years, yeah. I've texted you at two o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, all hours in between. And I always get a response within 10 to 15 minutes. So you really don't sleep. Whoa, whoa, You're not making whoa, whoa, that whoa.
2: up. 10 to 15 minutes. I mean, my goal is like 10 to 15 seconds. So give me like a minute or two, but
1: (laughs) come Come on, on, come on.
2: Don't put me on blast like that. Like everyone that knows me says exactly what you just said, that I will hit you back within seconds or minutes, obviously. Um, Listen, I don't like sleeping guys. And like, I just find like, it's a waste of time and that you could be doing so much, you know, more productive things. And I think we can all agree here. You know, the three of us are still relatively young um, where, you know, we can get away with minimal hours of sleep every night.
1: So, so where do you find that, that peace of mind, that kind of, that mental clarity, if you are working 24 seven, do you have any sort of outlet that you use, uh, to kind of clear that mind, get that headspace, right.
2: Um, talking to you guys, you know, just listening (laughs) to other people. Um, I don't know, man, like I love what I do. You know, people always, you know, say, what do you do for work? Well, you know, this is a lifestyle, like this is my career and, um, I don't ever work a day in my life. And it's like cliche, blah, 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 But like, it's true, man. So I don't mind, you know, doing this 24, seven, 365 and like going to the events and, you know, meeting with new companies every day and traveling, like that's fun stuff. Right. So, um, I don't ever need to step aside or to get a break from it. And, um, you know, family is number one to me. So, you know, having a very good support system there, you know, that I can always go hang out with my parents, my siblings. Um, they all have kids now. So Yeah.
0: That's awesome man that's awesome to hear. Um so uh, as somebody who who does this VIP concierge t- uh ticket business um you know a lot of that relies on the network that you have. And uh you know I I've, I've known you for you know not too long now and I can just tell you have that real um magnetic personality. So uh do you think that that really helps you uh with your business and, and how you've been able to create success for yourself?
2: Yeah, man, like the foundation of, you know, our company Nas, is based off of relationships. Like everyone always asks us, you know, what's your secret sauce? But, you know, you hit it right there. You know, being a very personal person will help you out no matter what you're doing. Like truly in any line of work, you know, you've got to be good with people. Um, and I just love, you know, uh, meeting strangers, building new relationships with them, seeing where, you know, we can bring value, um, you know, to them and their family and uh yeah so
0: definitely and and for somebody like you it seems like you know you don't really have a hard time you know getting in front of new people and and really putting yourself out there and and just being authentically you uh but not everybody has that as easy as you do so how would you recommend that people kind of get out of their shell a little bit when trying to network and introduce themselves and meet new people
2: that's a great question Oz um I mean, listen, like I'm the first to admit back in high school, back in college, I was quiet as hell. Like, I like, I was nowhere near the, the you know, person that I am like right now. And like, what I mean by that is like, I would never want to do, you know, group presentations. I never want to speak. Um, I was always nervous. You know, I have a little bit of a uh, stammer. So it's like, but then after I started working in the real world and, you know, seeing what made me happy, which was, you know, working with new people and, you know, talking to like just completely like random strangers i was like shit like i gotta get better at this so um i say this like practice makes perfect right i would literally just talk to you know myself at night i would record myself um i would talk to you know my siblings you know my brother he's a huge mentor of mine um and i would just you know keep practicing you know my pitch um and i would just make random phone calls to random companies you know as like a trial run and then after a while you become you know just very natural at it and you realize that all you're doing you know, with new people, it's just having a simple conversation, like we are right now, right? Yeah, definitely. And uh, people love people. Uh, listen, people buy from people that they trust. I don't want to, you know, get too salesy. But like, if someone trusts you, you know, they're gonna want to do business with you, right. And um, as you mentioned, like, the way that I come off is, is truly who is, you know, it's like, who I am, like, I'm very, you know, authentic, I'm organic. And, I'm, you know, very cool to uh, talk to you because of what we do, obviously. So
1: Yeah, and you've definitely built some incredible experience. I've been fortunate to follow your journey uh, dating back to kind of the inception of the company, Uh, whether it is setting up a private meet-and-greet with LeBron James or a meet-and-greet with Michelle Obama, uh, a 30-person suite at the Super Bowl, uh, if you can name it, you've essentially done it at this point. Uh, Using those relationships, getting in the door, have you been able to kind of take one leverage it into the next. I know we talk about networking a lot and just trying to get your foot in the door places, which you touched upon a little bit. How how have you noticed that getting your foot in the door one place carries over into different industries, different uh, sectors? Uh, Because you don't just work with athletes. You don't just work with artists. uh, You work with businesses uh, and really people in every spectrum. So could you just talk about a little bit of, a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, great question. So, I mean, like you said, our, our, like our bread and butter um to many uh surprise is working with companies like 80 percent of our business is b2b you know helping companies entertain their you know clients their staff their family their friends the other is you know working with individuals athletes and so forth but through all the experiences that you see us you know put together on social media on website on linkedin and everything else like we've met some awesome folks during those vip experiences right which have then opened up more doors for us new clientele Um, you know, our clients are always speaking, you know, fabulous things about us. They post about us, they tag like you guys do, you know, for us. So, um, you know, we've met some tremendous folks through the experiences that we put together. If that answers your question, E.
1: For sure. For sure. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And, um, actually we kind of skipped a step here a little bit. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you got into ticket resale and these VIP packages that you put together for these businesses and individuals. Like, what led you to that? Um, was it something you were always interested in? Something that uh, you realized that you didn't always have access to, or kind of what 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 led you to this?
1: So, great
2: question. Let me backtrack though, because a lot of people have this mis- this misconception. Like, we're not a ticket reseller. Mm. You know, yes, our company name is the Best Seats VIP, which as a little uh, side note, we're going to be changing. <laughs> <laughs> and not going through a, a rebrand because of that fact alone right there. People hear us, they have no idea what it is that we do um, to the extent of you know our access. So what we do is, I mean, we customize all types of experiences. Some of the packages include tickets, you know, to concerts, sports, festivals, the Super Bowl. Um, but we just found a, a you know very niche market, you know, where companies um, are looking for a new way, Nas, to entertain their clients, to offer a new benefit to their employees, because everyone, you know, likes to go out and, you know, have fun when they're done working, right? So what better way, you know, to celebrate success, enjoy the weekend with your family and friends, than to rent out a suite at Fenway, but before, go on the field, meet the players, watch batting practice, and get a whole VIP tour.
0: Yeah, that's amazing.
2: Right. And so over the years, and to, and to go back to your main question, you know, I realized and I saw that, A, there was no other company like this in Boston, B, there was uh, a strong interest that was kind of buried in people's, you know, imagination where they were like, well, if I knew a guy that could, you know, get this done, I would, you know, spend the extra money for it. But they didn't have, you know, that guy. And then, you know, I came up and I'm like, listen, like we have access so that if you want to go to a game and have your son meet LeBron, we can pull that off. And, um, and so, yeah, you know, we uh, tapped into an untapped, very niche market here and uh, here we are.
1: Yeah, and what's that that like, going to an experience uh, with a client and then being a part of that experience? So I know you were just at the Super Bowl a couple weeks ago. Uh, You get to be there. You get to enjoy the experience, meet LeBron, uh, meet Michelle Obama, the Super Bowl, everything like that. How do you balance that business and pleasure aspect of it where I'm sure you're standing there next to LeBron, probably a little starstruck as well, but you're also on the job trying to make sure the client has the best experience possible. So how do you balance those two?
2: right well first off it's more like lebron is meeting brandon but
1: (laughs) i like that attitude cut the interview
2: (laughs) (laughs) um i mean listen like i'd be lying if i said that i wasn't like not in awe and not in shock because like after so many experiences you know these uh celebrities as uh, many people call them you know they become an individual just like us three right you know they're humans and it's really cool to like, you know, get to know them on a personal level um, because then you see, you know, they're, they're way more than just LeBron, the, you know, greatest player ever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's incredible to see these experiences come to life for our clients when they called us three months ago and said, listen, like, I doubt you can do this, Brandon, or I don't know if, you know, if it's impossible, but my daughter would, you know, go crazy if she could meet Justin Bieber. Or if I could go on stage and sit next to Elton John's piano and then seeing it all, you know, like come to life, like that's the best part of, you know, what we do. And then, you know, they're posting photos. They tell their friends, you know, their clients call us, Brandon, you know, my cousin or my clients set up with this. I need that. And uh, it's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm sure it's such a fulfilling experience, you know, seeing people's faces when they're like, I didn't even know that this was possible. And and you're the guy that really makes that possible, that really makes that kind of stretch dream uh, a reality. And and I know that that can be really powerful, you know, when your job is to do something that makes other people happy, but it also makes you happy. And so it's really amazing to see that and to hear about that uh, and those experiences specifically because it it almost uh, sounds like a... um, you know, like a dream come true type of moment, your your Cinderella moment. A a lot of people are in these experiences that they didn't think were possible. And and it's just amazing that, you know, you're able to pull that together for folks. So that's that's dope.
2: For sure. I mean, what we like to say is the only the only limitation um, as to what we can do is your imagination. Like we can literally bring to life any type of experience that you have or your friend has and, um you know it is really special and each experience that we do has a special you know value behind it whether it's for you know personal you know reasons or business um everyone that we do is very very special so I gotta ask you guys if there's one celebrity that the, each of you could sit down and have a drink with who would it be
1: can I give you two I got two right off the bat no
2: nope. nope. I said one Ethan I said one
1: <laughs> give me Bruce Springsteen
2: I had a feeling you were going to say the boss. I had a feeling.
1: Easy choice. Um, I can't
2: argue with that, though. I'm sure that guy can talk, and he has stories for days, obviously. So, all right.
1: Right, n-
0: right now, mine yeah. would probably be uh, Deontay Wilder. He's got a big fight coming up. Okay. I'd, I want to, you know, kind of pick his brains about how he feels about that and uh, cool. just be like, yo, dude, like, you're crazy. And I like that.
2: <laughs> right. And just be very careful as to you know what you say to him because at any point something can go south.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and be to flip that back on you. What event, uh, meet and greet, whatever, whatever you want it to be. What's on the bucket list uh, that I you want? This.
2: I get this question a lot, so I thought this was going to be a little bit more difficult in terms of the questions here, guys. But um, one experience that uh, stands up the most, or that I want to see happen,
1: that you want to see happen.
2: Well, I mean, like you said earlier, e, the. The Super Bowl one, uh, two weeks ago back in Miami. I mean, that was huge for us. You know, hands down, our biggest one um, surrounding the biggest sporting event out of all of them, right? And um, not only, you know, like we didn't just do, you know, two or four people. We did a whole, you know, group of 28 folks, hotel, suite, uh, transportation, nightlife, food, everything. So that was epic. And, um, I mean, that's sport-wise. We did it with LeBron, the greatest of all time, arguably. Uh, i was gonna say uh, um um. yeah i mean listen like i'm just going with what everyone else said (laughs) like uh you know we're we're about to do them with uh justin bieber so backstage tour meet and greet with a jb on stage photos uh selfies all that um great stuff so you know i'm uh i'm definitely looking forward to seeing what's in store for us
0: yeah is there is there is there one that you really want to do that you don't know if you're going to be able to do it yet or you know nobody has asked for it but if they did you'd be like oh this is one of my dreams too like this would be awesome
2: uh all right so I see how you position that question well then I would say Aubrey Graham so Drake oh yeah so I mean personally he's the last one that's on my bucket list and um, actually I was just talking to one of my clients about him the other day and I was like listen I truly believe the only way that I'm ever going to get to meet him is if it's just by, you know, him walking on the street or if we're at the same hotel or something, and I just get a quick, you know, hey, man, I just want to say thank you, you know, for all of your music. Um, but if a client asks, like, we could pull that off, Nas. We, you know, we have the access to him. Um, whether he's on tour or not, you know, we could fly out to see him, you know, wherever he is. But
0: Definitely, that would be awesome. I'm a, I'm a big Drake fan. So, um, you know, Ethan kind of gave me some insight and in, told me that you're a triathlete. Um, could you talk to us a little bit about how the grind of training for a triathlon compares to, like, the day-to-day of building a company, uh, some similarities, some differences, and uh, kind of how the challenges come up for both of those?
2: So, you know, many have compared uh, Brandon Gilson to Michael Phelps. <laughs> and uh,
1: I've never heard that.
2: But, yeah, well— you're not one of the many then, I guess, but I mean, similar to his diet, you know, I eat a lot of uh, junk food and um, I just carb up. I don't know, man. But like, honestly, I love doing the triath, the uh, triathlons and like the training for me, I probably train four or five months out of the whole year for it. Um, Like really, really train, like, uh, you know, run four miles every day, bike, you know, five miles every day, swim in the lake um like every other weekend but uh i mean like how i compare it to you know the whole entrepreneur world and all that fun stuff like um every every time that i partake in that NAS, i have a goal that i want to beat uh, my previous year uh in terms of uh the time and so it's really all just mental when it comes down to it like i'm in great physical shape but in the end if i talk myself out of it then i'm not gonna able to do it right definitely Same thing, you know, for work, like if I talk myself out of making that phone call to a new company, or if I talk myself into, you know, lowering a package just to get a deal done, it's not going to work out in my favor, because it never will like that. So um, it's all, it's all mental to me, truly. Um, And, you know, just uh, convincing yourself that, you know, you can get it done.
1: For sure. And going back to that, taking that into the kind of the daily grind of entrepreneurship, starting a company. Uh, Not many people can do it without a team behind them. And I know you got some cool people behind you, uh, kind of behind the scenes doing a lot of the dirty work. How do you pick people for your teams? How do you, what do you find in some of your successful team members? Uh, I know you have an internship program for some college students. Um, So what are some of the the key traits that someone can bring to your team?
2: Uh, Folks like you two, you know, uh, very, very personable people, you know, that, uh, you know, want to be face to face uh, with clientele you know, that have no reservation, just picking up a phone and, you know, cold calling someone or just, you know, talking to someone at a basketball game, you know, hey, my name is Ethan Smith. I'm with, you know, TBS VIP. Here's what we do. And, you know, folks that are hustlers, obviously, you know, that are willing to get, you know, dirty and to, you know, strap in because it is, it is a grind. And, you know, for any, you know, small business, like there's always just a million moving pieces at all times. And, especially in our line of work, which I'm sure you both know, like, it's crazy. I mean, there's a lot of variables that are out of our control at, at all times. But if we, you know, set, um, set the steps up and, you know, follow the process and, you know, do our due diligence, then everything, you know, will be executed very, very smoothly. But just always be on your toes, um, you know, willing to work 24-7, because as you know, I don't stop on Saturday and on Sundays. And, uh, you know, willing to learn you know, and, and, you know, just having an open mind.
0: Definitely. Definitely. So, uh, I know we talked about earlier a little bit about your experiences in the real world and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, were there any mentors you, you ran into and, and that kind of took you under their ring and yeah. taught you some things that you didn't think you would, you would learn at that moment?
2: Yeah. So great question. Oz. Uh, when I was at Boston college for three years, um, I had a phenomenal manager and, uh, I mean, to this day, I mean, this was like six, seven years ago, probably now. I mean, uh, to this day, you know, we talk almost every other day and um, I saw him uh, down in uh, Miami and um, he's just literally, I credit a lot to what I know in terms of customer service and, you know, sales to him, Nas, um, because he truly did, you know, show me the way, you know, when it comes to establishing a new relationship with someone, opening up a new account, you know, fostering that and, um, you know, just following through with everything. So my old manager, uh, Brian Jemison, the man, uh, my brother, since day one, since middle school, high school, college, you know, he's always been there to give me, you know, the personal and professional feedback that I needed. Uh, my parents, of course, you know, I, I contribute everything, you know, and who I am as an individual to them. Um, so, yeah. And it's always crucial to have those people in your life uh, because they're the ones that you, that you can turn to um you know when you need something and i if you ever don't know an answer to a question like i turn to brian for whatever it may be.
1: For sure. And I, I from knowing you and talking to you kind of over these past few years, I know that family is a big part of your life and yeah. definitely a, a segment of your life that you leverage. So it's nice yeah. to hear you say that as well. Just rely on your support systems. They're there, they're there to make you better. So um wherever you have that kind of kind of leverage that for sure. Um, yeah,
2: people are scared to, like, ask questions and speak up from, from like what I see. And, like, I was once in that, you know, same boat. I mean, that was when I was 18, 19. But then I realized over time, like, people are willing to help you out, right? Like, whenever you hit me up, e you know, whether it's for about A, B, or C, like, I love working with you, and I love helping with you, because I see, you know, so much potential in you. And obviously, you too, Nas. you know? I mean, Um, Nas was, you know, filling me in on, you know, what he has up his sleeve prior to the phone call, you know, which I'm very excited to see how that all comes to life as well.
0: Thank you, man. Thank you. I really appreciate that.
2: For sure.
1: So Brandon, we want to try something that we have not yet tried on the show here. Uh, A little rapid fire question round. We're going to throw the answer, the questions at you as fast as we possibly can. And then you're going to throw them right back Um, as quick as you can just kind of the the first thing that comes to your mind. So Naz is going to kick it off here.
0: All right. So we're going to start off with uh, what is the best advice you've gotten, uh, whether that is life advice or business specific?
2: Uh, that's a great question. Um, That's a great question, which you would think I've got a lot. And honestly, I've, I've just gotten so many great pieces of uh, information and uh, feedback for me over the years. I'm just trying to think. I don't know, man. Like just uh, you never know the outcome and you never know, you know, what can happen. So why not just go for it? Right. What's the worst that can happen?
1: Definitely. What about the worst piece of advice?
2: Uh, Hop on this uh, podcast with you guys. Should <laughs> I could hop on this uh, podcast? No, um, man. I don't. I don't even know because honestly, Ethan. Like when I hear something that's just like not applicable, I'm like, all right, one 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 in ear out the other. So
0: definitely, uh, biggest fail in business thus far.
2: Uh shit, man. I fail every day. You know when I can't get a company to see the value of you know what we do. That to me is a fail, right? Um, so, but like, none of them have been like detrimental to the company. So, uh, you know, just hearing no almost every day, you know, from X amount of uh folks.
1: And what's, I know you're fearless, but what's the biggest fear and then also your biggest dream?
2: Uh, My biggest, I mean, my biggest fear, E, uh, is not being successful. And to me, being successful is being happy. So, as long as I continue, you know, to pursue my dream of being a business owner, I'm going to be happy. Right. And I'm going to find success doing it because, um, you know, of what we're doing and I'm following the process. And I know, you know, how to run it. I know how to run a company. So, um, you know, just uh, chasing after that dream of, you know, being a business owner and being happy.
0: Yep. And your biggest dream?
2: uh i mean i'm living it right now you know being my own boss doing what i want to do and like you know finding personal happiness because i had you know i had it the other way where um i thought i had my dream job of working in sports but i was working for someone else i hit my ceiling and i was miserable so yeah what i'm doing right now present day
0: yeah i'm a fan of that and then uh for a final question what's the next steps for for you and your venture
2: uh, so rebranding hundred percent, you know, changing our uh, company name, company logo, and, um, having a whole new brand identity in the uh, public eye as to a, you know, a full corporate entertainment VIP concierge, you know, from everything to VIP experiences, to event passes, to travel and, and to hospitality.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now, Brandon, that is all the, the, all the questions that we have for you today. Uh, you shared some great one-liners, some great advice, some great insights, is there anything else that's kind of on the top of your mind right now that you want to want to share to everyone listening today?
2: Yeah, I mean, I spoke for way too long and I don't like doing all the talking. Um, so I wanted to flip the switch, which I think is a really good uh, Drake song um, on you guys. And I wanted to see, you know, what's the what's the you know, number one reason as to why you guys started this new podcast and and this new venture of yours?
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, it was something Nas and I had actually been talking about for a little while and we realized that we had all these great connections in our lives. And we too are very passionate about networking, meeting new people and uncovering the stories about what makes them unique, what makes them successful. And we yeah. figured what better way to do that. I mean, we could go grab coffee with somebody, sit down with them for half an hour to an hour and ask them the same questions we just asked you. Yeah. Um, but we're the only ones benefiting from that. So we figured that if we do this, record this and then put it out for everybody, we're not the beneficiaries of that. But instead, we have to share that with the world as well.
0: And uh, personally, for me, I think a lot of times we get caught up in the it happened overnight story. And uh, we often don't see kind of how people had to grind it out and how people got there or if they were in the middle of their journey and things of that nature. And so shedding some light to the varying degrees of success and how success evolves over time as you commit to an idea, as you commit to being great and traveling your path. Uh, was something that I really wanted to discuss and and hear from amazing people like yourself uh, as they talk about what inspires them and what moves them forward in their ventures. So uh, it's, it's an amazing chance to get that opportunity and to also, like Ethan said, share that with others because there's value in all of this for everybody.
2: For sure. For sure. I like that a lot. I mean, everyone has a really good story behind, you know, who they are and, you know, where they are and how they got there. And um Podcast and like everyone's on up, you know the auto, the audio now, so it's, it's good. I mean, where do you guys see this going? Like in the next, I mean, I, I'm always thinking big picture, right? So like the next, you know, three to five years, because I know that you guys are gonna kill this and you know get some awesome personalities on here. You know, where, where do you see this going, or where, where do you want it to go?
0: Yeah, uh, we want your clients to come meet us. So uh, that's really our goal. We want this to blow up crazy. So your clients are asking you, like, hey, can we meet Nazir and Ethan? You know, we know on their third episode you were on there. And so we're pretty sure you got some connections. So, you know, we that's what we're aiming for, you know, uh, just doing our best.
1: Yeah, and definitely the sky's the limit on that. Uh, I think we take it one episode at a time and really try to kind of put our all into each episode, really try to do our research, unpack the stories like we just talked about, um, yeah. and really just adding as much value to others as we can as well. Um, and I think if we continue to do that, the sky's the limit.
2: For sure. For sure. For sure. All right, cool. I like it. I'm very excited to see um, the continued success. Ethan, like you said, I'm known you forever now. And um, Nas. I know that, you know, this will bring us closer. And I just want you both to know that if I can ever help you out with anything, I'm more than happy to. And um, I'm very, very honored and very appreciative of you guys having me. Even though I was guest number three and, and, I, and I'm not guest number one, but that's a whole different story.
0: Number one in our hearts.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: B, B, we appreciate you. Uh, we want to make sure we're showing love to you as well. Uh, yep. Where can our viewers come check you out? I know you are dominating the, the social media space. Um, feel free to drop all your handles, email, everything you got for us. Lay it on us.
2: For sure. So we're on social media. So for Instagram, uh, it's at the best seats. Uh, Our website, which is newly designed, it's TheBestSeatsVIP.com. More than happy to connect with me on on, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook. It's Brandon Gilson. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing from everybody and uh, customizing their dream VIP experiences.
1: And B, we will be sure to put those in the description as well. So everyone go check out, give him a follow. He does some really incredible stuff with some really incredible people. I can't express enough how much it means that you came on to the show today. We really appreciate you.
2: Yes, man. Thank you for coming. Thank you both very much for having me. Appreciate it, guys.
1: We would like to extend a huge thank you and shout out to everyone who took the time to listen to today's episode. We hope that you took away some valuable information and had just as good of a time as we did.
0: As always, you can find this episode and others on all podcast streaming platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you're not already following us on Instagram, please do so at FreeSoloPod.
1: We're always open to feedback, comments, and suggestions to ensure that we bring you the best content possible. Until next time. Peace.